and welcome to a toast to rom-coms i am marie i'm allison and we're here to talk to you about number three on the old rotten tomatoes rom best rom-coms of all time list philadelphia story not to be confused with philadelphia with tom hanks no two (laughs) extremely different movies that sounds like a tearjerker. Yes. But I know America's favorite person, Tom Hanks, is in it. So <sighs> I love Tom Hanks. Has to be good. Love him. Absolutely. So glad to hear that he's doing well. Absolutely. And donating his plasma. And he also feels that wearing masks is important, people. So listen to Tom Hanks. He was on um, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and he was just an absolute delight. We're, oh, I'll have to listen to that one. We're not getting paid to plug Conan O'Brien's podcast, but have a listen. He's great. Tom Hanks is great. His assistant is great. And so is his producer. Sona and... Matt Gorley. Okay. He's the okay. guy who does the Pistol Shrimps uh, podcast with Mark McConville, the one that me and... Fuck James like. Also not paid to plug that podcast, people. Nope. We're just giving free pub. You know, I don't think we're paid to do anything with this, are we? I think we pay to do this, okay. if I remember correctly, with <laughs> the money that I just spent at the liquor store. I believe paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> and our chartable free subscriptions running out, so we will soon be paying for that, too. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. And I think we have to pay for SoundCloud as well. Nice. Not a sponsor. Guys, we're in the hole. Can you help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing? Maybe it'll zero out. <laughs> <laughs> we could be what? What is that in the in the black or in the red? Yellow? Is that no? Doesn't it go? Is it in the bad? In the red? And then, like, if you're even, you're in the black, and if you're up, you're in the green. I th- are we talking about like COVID? Like red, yellow, yeah. green? <laughs> Like, like Pennsylvania's in the green. Like, <laughs> profit margin. <laughs> like a business report. I don't know. I, I think we're so far in the red. I don't know if we'll ever see green. <laughs> On the profit margins or in our hands. <laughs> anyway. Oh, all good fun. All good fun. Can you do me a solid and tell me about this drink? Um, can you do me a solid and tell me the rundown of the facts of this movie? Okay, I can. This movie is called The Philadelphia Story, as we had mentioned before. And then this was also, this came out in 1940. It's starring a friend of the podcast, Jimmy Stewart, our good friend, Jim. <laughs> our good friend, Jim. <laughs> uh, Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn. Ruth Hussey, which is a problematic last name, and I'm sorry, um, and John Howard. It was directed by George Cooker and uh, written by Donald Ogden Stewart and based on a play by Philip Barry. And Waldo Salt was a contributing writer who was uncredited, but I will give him credit now. And he has a great name, Waldo Salt. He should open a that, restaurant if he wasn't dead. That is very magnanimous of you Thanks. to mention him. Yes. 
So the drink that we have today, it's called a Cinderella slipper, and we got it from Cinema Sips, which is a website. I think we've used them before. We have. It's pretty cool, and they always give you a little rundown of why they choose this drink. And it said it becomes apparent why this is the drink halfway through the movie. There's like a minor allusion to it. I'm glad you picked up on it because I just came to my own conclusions about why this is the drink for this movie because <laughs> I, I did not know. I think they were talking about some kind of fairy tale whatever. So, and about drink, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. It, it came up whenever we Googled this movie. I thought it was because she kind of has her pick of three men and she's looking for the one that fits just <laughs> for, the, for our viewers marie is holding up her finger her pointer finger and it's going in the hole of her fist that's right it's a mime for penetration <laughs> thanks for spelling that out to everyone um so in the drink it's a sugar cube which we don't have and you need like 24 hours to make it and who the fuck has sugar cubes and doesn't live in england right so we just use a half teaspoon of sugar but the sugar cube is supposed to dissolve and my sugar is sitting solidly in the bottom of my champagne flute yours a little bit but some of it did dissolve okay And then you soak the sugar, you put the sugar in first, and then you soak the sugar with two to three dashes of Angostura bitters. Really soaked it. Still don't know what the fuck a dash is, but I can tell you my sugar was not soaked. (laughs) Me too. I want to say about half of my sugar was soaked. And then our dashes kept missing the opening of the glass <laughs> and it didn't come out the <laughs> And then you go a shot, an ounce of brandy. And I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. And then fill up the rest of the champagne flute. And you are supposed to use a champagne flute um, with champagne. Now, you used brandy? I did use brandy, like a what? person who follows the directions. Okay. Was it, is it, you went to the liquor store and you bought something called brandy? I had brandy. What? what, It's like the, it's like VSOP brandy or something. So it is brandy. It's not cognac. Correct. Okay. It has brandy on the label. So I have cognac at home, which is a type of brandy, but I thought originally that it was brandy. So I didn't go buy any. But it turns out it's cognac, not brandy. So I looked up substitute for brandy, and it said bourbon or rum. Those seem like a far substitute. <laughs> so, so I was like, all right. So I was like, well, I'm sure Allison has brandy or cognac, so she'll do that, and maybe I can do <laughs> bourbon, and then I'll do rum, and we'll just, like, taste test everything. I actually do have cognac, so maybe after this one with the true brandy, I can try the cognac, so we can yeah. just get a little bit of flavor of everything. A little bit of everything, as guys. As long as I'm not doing the rum, sounds good. And Bernard tried it, and he went, I could drink that. So I'm a little nervous about this because it just smells like bourbon. All right. Cheers. Cheers. 
you know what this tastes like? No. It tastes like um like mulled wine. I've never had mulled wine. What are you from the fucking eighteen hundreds? <laughs> Who the fuck has mulled wine? Alice and I made it. <laughs> she bought a kit from a winery up in the Finger Lakes and we made it. I've actually had it on several other occasions though. <laughs> Very classy bitch. I'm gonna get you like a fur muff to put your hands in as you sip your mulled wine in your horse-drawn carriage. Well, don't give me a first stole because I have four. So that's excessive. <laughs> different, different one for each winter wedding I've been a part of. <laughs> too many stoles. If I ever get really cold. I can cover each section of my body with one. <laughs> oh, each one. <limb. laughs> yeah. What do you think of your bourbon one? It's very bourbony. Even with the like the prosecco. Or I use I, prosecco. I'm sorry. I I couldn't find the mini champagnes at my liquor store. I'm using Corbel's Sweet Curve. Cuvee. Wait. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know what that is, but... I use Prosecco because... Can you hear her? Sure can. Mel's going fucking bonkers. The cat's under the couch, or the chair, and it, she's really aggravating my dog. <laughs> to be honest, the cat deserves whatever she gets. She's a dick. Cat's, cat's being an asshole today. But you know what? I gotta say, I'm not hating this drink. No, I don't hate it at all. Okay. I don't hate this. Um, but I will say, I tried to go to the good liquor store that's down the street, but it was closed due to emergency, which could only mean that there was an outbreak of COVID. <laughs> Someone has COVID who works there. Yeah. So I you know, got back in my car and went down to the other one that is much smaller and doesn't have as big of a selection. And the only thing they had in small bottles, because I'm not drinking a full bottle of champagne by myself tonight, were the little bottles of Prosecco or little expensive bottles of Moe, uh, like the good champagne. Mm-hmm. I wasn't about to buy those. How much were they, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> I think they were like 20. And like Too much. Yeah, I got... Three is good enough. <laughs> yep. Can you see my big glob of sugar down there? I sure can. That is not going to dissolve. Look, yours is almost dissolved. Yeah. Maybe I soaked mine more than you. I think you did. I think we're going to have to maybe put the bitters in a teaspoon and drop it right on the sugar. Oh, right that's a good idea. Yeah, because they're just, it was like getting on the sides of the glass and running down. So I don't think it was soaking it up properly. This really does taste like some kind of fall drink. A mulled wine. I don't hate it. I'm I'm actually like, like happy with it. I thought I was going to hate it. Um, Bernard said, what would I think of a squirt of lemon in it? I think it would be too tart. I don't know. I hear her. You hear you hear my dog. 
I hear your daughter. Listen, that's why I need another minute. I had already gone up there. I'm not fucking going up there again. But what if it's like overboard where the teacher's berating the children and then it turns out that they can't concentrate because they have poison oak and then you go up and she has poison ivy because she was playing in the bushes. No problem. Bernard just turned the monitor off, so it's good. (laughs) Not that it fucking helps because we can hear her down the stairs. Like, I can still clearly hear her yelling. (laughs) Oh, overboard. We'll get to that movie. So problematic, but I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put it on the list because I don't think it is. Old one, not new one. Oh, no. I don't need any role reversals. No, I just need Kurt (gasps) Russell and his, his sweaty tanks. Oh, see, I was going to go Kurt Russell and his mullet, which you know, I love. I me, me too. Him and Patrick Swayze can really pull off the mullet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even to this day. Oh, you know what? I would put Sam Elliott in there too. He can pull off a mullet. See, I thought he had just long all around. Is it just long hair? Bernard, does Sam Elliott have just long hair or a mullet? Long hair. You're right. I know I am. All right, summary, if you don't mind. So, remember how you said Think Like a Man was hard for you to follow? (laughs) Yes. This movie was kind of hard for me to follow. Do you want me to give it a shot? No. Or do you want to go? I'm going to try. Okay. So, this movie is about a socialite who has previously been divorced from another well-to-do man. And then she's going to get married again. And then there's some kind of blackmail and then they get reporters in on the wedding to report the wedding because nobody's ever gotten pictures or a story on these people. And then the reporter falls for her and then they kind of have like a little fling and then in a really abrupt turn in events, she gets back with her first husband Mm -hmm. and then it's over. I mean, essentially, you got it. Like, that's it, though. Like, I didn't miss, like... No. So, just to fill in some gaps for you. Please do. So, the head of the tabloid magazine was going to blackmail the family with information about the dad. Because the dad with the was dancer. On... Yes, the dad okay. was cheating on the mom with the dancer. So he went to Dexter, who's played by Cary Grant, like, hey, I'm going to publish this unless I can get in on the wedding. So Cary Grant smuggles these reporters in under the guise of, like, I'm going to fuck over Catherine Hepburn because we're divorced and I hate her, when in reality he's just trying to help the family. Yeah, because it becomes quite clear that he still loves her. Right. And then so as... The writer gets to know Catherine Hepburn. He falls for her because she falls for his writing. He has written one book. She reads it. And then, like, they start talking and they kind of fall for each other, even though he's with the photographer. So I didn't I thought that they were I thought he friend zoned her. No, he does not, because at the end when he's like, okay, I'll marry you. 
our friend Jim. Yeah. Why do you look like I just like farted in your mouth? Because they were so Liz and our good friend Jim were together and yes. then he was fucking around and then asked to marry her Catherine in Hepburn. front of Liz? Yes, to protect her reputation. Catherine Hepburn's reputation. Yes. I don't like it. And then Catherine Hepburn turns him down and says, I don't think someone else would like this. And she looks at Liz. Yeah, it's like Liz is like a piece of trash that's being discarded because he just drops her like a sack of potatoes. I thought she, they the, were friends this whole time, this whole movie. No, <sighs> they're together. But then this is, it's all like because the men in her life, Catherine Hepburn's life, call like think she's this emotionless, like not hard. Bronze. Like, yeah, like this untouchable goddess of strength. And she gets sick of that, so she gets drunk, and then everyone sees her softer side. And that's her character arc. <laughs> Getting drunk. Getting drunk. <laughs> Huzzah. There, I, I, I'm like one bottle of champagne, it seems like. No, she downed the cocktails. Oh, before. Yeah. And I'm sure and that then provided. I she continued. Yes. And then they got another yes. bottle after. So girl was drinking all night. I she was doing work. And she's little. She is very petite. Like I don't think she she's Oh, taller, she's tall, but she's, but she's very Yeah. Yeah. So uh I just I don't know how I feel about this movie. I really like this movie. As a romantic comedy? I'm not sure. I was just really confused and I didn't know who the love story was going to be about. And I guess maybe you're not supposed to until the very end. But I I don't know. I didn't I didn't like the whole they're divorced and now she's getting married and then wait, there's this guy that she's going to become infatuated with. And then there he's with a girl now and then she's still going to get married. And then no, she's going to get married to her first husband who still loves her. Like he never stopped. Right. I'm having a really hard time expressing why I don't care for this. <laughs> That's okay. I had a hard time with that and Roman holiday. So it's okay. Okay. Let's start with unbelievability. And I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a parallel hill here. You can love it, you can hate it. Okay? I'm ready. But think like a man too. They have their bachelor and bachelorette party the night before the wedding. This movie, they have a hardcore night before the wedding as well. Okay. That's one parallel. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said a parallel, but parallels. <laughs> I said one. <laughs> that was it. That was it. We couldn't have had this big, hearty get down beforehand? Like, why now? Why the night before the wedding? This wasn't a rehearsal dinner. This was a party. Was it? Did they say at one point that it was four in the morning? Yes. They said it was four in the morning. Yeah. 
And I don't know, like, did you notice the first time they're at the pool and she's talking, like, first she's there with our pal Jim Mm -hmm. and then she's there with Dexter and then I think Jim comes back, doesn't he? Or is it just Dexter? No, George comes. George comes and then Jim comes back. And there's one point during the sequence towards the end when they say they have to get ready for the party because it's 8 p.m. Like it goes from two in the afternoon to dark. It was it. It was like someone turned the lights off on the studio. Well, I mean, she did have to go to the library. Was that before or after? That was before. Okay. So the library is a morning activity. Or an after lunch activity. Or maybe this movie was really three days over one day. <laughs> so we need to get a timeline running. I should have made I you need a chart. The you whiteboard. <laughs> it's going to be like that BBC of like Charlie. Yeah, whatever. from It's <laughs> Always Sunny. And he has like the string and like he's looking yes. back with the marker. From Horrible Bosses, too. I think that's what that's yeah. from. Yeah, that's what this would be like. <laughs> um, so I I go with that unbelievability. Like, why did they do this now? This couldn't have happened a week before the wedding. These are socialites. Like, barely any of them are working. Is that why? Because they're all, like, higher class, kind of waspish, gonna have a party. Like, isn't it just an excuse to, like, throw, like, a high society party? I don't know, but don't do it the day before with the wedding. Or if you do, don't make your wedding at noon. Make it at like six. Oh, I agree with you. Or just wait a day. <laughs> and I I get that like she wasn't anticipating being drunk, but you know Uncle Billy was gonna get drunk. I think Uncle Billy was my favorite character, even though he was a perv. Ooh, when he pinched her butt in the beginning, I was like, no. Twice. If my uncle pinched my ass. Oh, Catherine Hepburn's. Because he pinched Catherine Hepburn's. Weird. And then he pinched Liz's. Right. Yeah. And Liz's is slightly less offensive because at least they're not related. Unless Uncle Willie is just like a name they give him and they're not really related. But... (laughs) It's still a little weird. Old perv Uncle Willie. Pervy Uncle Willie. It's like an, oh, another parallel Bridge Jones diary. With what's his face? Uncle Jeffrey. Yes. Who's not really, who's not really her uncle. And but who, he makes her call. Yeah. Um, I don't really have that many unbelievabilities for some reason. Well, we don't know how... The other half lives. It's true. Yeah. And I read in the facts this was actually based on an actual like socialite, oh. but who was very secretive and no one could ever give in. So if is this true or not? Probably oh. not, but Okay. So Yeah. They wanted to film on the socialites land and in their house. And they discuss, they decided it was so big. No one would ever believe someone actually lives like that. 
Whoa. Did they say who it was? They remain anonymous? No, they said who it was. I just can't remember the name because I didn't recognize it. Okay. The one unbelievability that I had that I remember was George being 32, and I thought that was absurd. But then after the movie, I looked at his age in the movie. Do you want to take a guess? Wait, how old he was when he played? Yes. I would say 42, like a good 10 years. 27. (laughs) I was like, ooh, that mustache ages you. I was just going to say that mustache aged him. I was like, 32? This guy's not 32. He's got to be like at least 42. No, he's 27. Had he been in anything else that you recognized? Nothing that I recognize. He was in Wonder Woman in 1977. Linda Carter. That's the one. Yep. He was in. He was in. So evil, my sister. It's an hour and twenty minute horror movie that looks very promising. I'm sure our father has seen it. Yeah, I'm sure too. I wonder if Sydney Chaplin is related to. Oh, so in So Evil My Sister, Charlie Chaplin's son, Sydney Chaplin, is oh. uh, is in that as well. So his daddy really helped him in Hollywood. <laughs> it has a 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb, but but I really I... want to watch it for some reason. I'm sure I'm sure there's worse out there. Yeah. Um like Tusk, I still can't decide if that was terrible or uh worth it. <laughs> did I tell you about that movie? You did, and I knew about that movie. I just I think it looks so disgusting. I don't ever want to watch it. It was. And I don't think you should. The scenes where they're like sewing Justin Long into a walrus was real graphic. Just the process sounds <laughs> and not the, good. the ending too. If I say what the ending is, it's gonna sound so dumb that it but I was so disturbed. So if you want a disturbing movie that's kind of entertaining and you're like, what am I watching? But I can't stop, watch Tusk. It's like a car crash. You just can't look away. Even though I really wanted to. <laughs> um, so let me see here. Because I did have some unbelievabilities. Okay. And there, a lot of them are like smaller, but I'm just going to say them anyway. Mm-hmm. And you can interrupt me at any point to go over yours if you find you have more. Okay. Um. So in the beginning, when they are driving to the horse stables, mm-hmm. she opened up like a hidden compartment in the car that was just filled with tiny perfume bottles. Like, was that a thing back then? That's a really good call. I actually forgot about that. And to go a step further, it's unbelievable that you have that little hidey hole and you don't have alcohol in there. That's what, yes. Yes. Like, I could have believed it if she had pulled out alcohol, not perfume. Yes. 
Um, I also thought that when the reporters first arrive and the mother says to Dinah and Tracy, go get dressed, and Tracy's in a pantsuit, I was like, but she is, like, ready to go to work right now. Why is this not presentable? So there was that. It's like the other guys whenever (laughs) Sheila comes out in a wonderful, like, cocktail dress. And Alan's like, you kind of look like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I did not get that. Um, And then Cary Grant staying for lunch. Cary Grant stays for lunch. So so they had lunch and then the library. And he's the ex-husband and this is her wedding weekend. And he's just like, oh, I'm going to stay for lunch. No one's like... No, you're fucking not. I need GTFO. I need more information about their relationship as is. Like their relationship as divorced people. They seem to live really close to each other. Yes. And the family seemed like, hey, hey, Dexter, what's up? Because Dinah really liked him. Yeah. So it must, it doesn't seem like they were amicably split because they kept like spitting nails at each other, but it seems like the families were like, "Hmm, whatever. Well, if you take your hand and put it on someone's face and push them down, probably not amicable. She did break his golf club over her knee, which possible? If it's a wooden golf club, which they probably would have been. Oh, you know what? I think our father has actually done that before. So it probably is believable. He has with metal golf clubs. But those are aluminum, right? So Uh, that makes it not as bad. I don't fucking know. It's just a large waste of money. (laughs) It's like me like getting mad for dripping something on my shirt and just ripping out of my shirt. (laughs) I just want to wash it. (laughs) hulking out just (laughs) i would actually pay to see that that would be amazing i can't do it i've tried to do the thing like on a (laughs) on a rack like i've tried to do the thing like they do in movies where like you have an old shirt and you're trying to like rip out of it like the the people do and i can't do it i guess they like start it or something they have to, or unless it's like one of those really thin transparent <laughs> sh- shirt that they can, but I think they do. Yeah. Um, how did she get to the library before Connor? She changed her entire clothes and had time to put a hat on. That hat was unbelievable. It was crazy. It was like a nightcap. That's what I thought too. Wasn't she wearing something like that in... What other movie was she in? Bringing a baby. Was it bringing a baby where she was wearing that weird hat? She was wearing a weird hat, like a veil thing and bringing a baby. No, it was the woman in, it was Barbara Stanwyck in Lady Eve. She had that weird hat on the boat. And it was very similar. Yes. Yep. You're absolutely right. And we both thought it was weird. And it still is. Yeah. I have an unbelievable that I found. So her and our good friend Jim are wasted and she drives them from this party. <laughs> Please don't. Is drinking and driving not a not against the law in the 40s? 
I have no idea. Maybe it's not. It's the 40s. Anything goes in the 40s, man. Yes. Except kissing with tongue on film. And communism in the United States. (laughs) That's a no-no. Charlie Chaplin can tell us all about that. Oh, wait. No, he can't. He's dead. I'm sorry. I just don't really care for him. (laughs) He might be up there with Woody Allen. I was going to say, I'm sorry. It's not Woody Allen for you. Uh, But guess what, guys? Just an update. Woody Allen's still alive. We think. We are not in, in contact with the family to confirm or deny that at this moment. Um, how about the fact that our pal Jim left Miss Embry in town and just walked back with Catherine Hepburn? So weird. That's why I thought that they were just like business associates slash friends. He was the writer. She was his photographer. Totally went over my head. But did you see how she like looked after them walking? Was she getting a manicure? Yes. Okay. And I did, but I just thought, like I said, I thought it was like an unrequited love thing. I don't think so. They were together. Mm. Do you want me to do the motion? (laughs) There it is. Oh, it's so weird. Um, The borrowed bathing suit. That our friend Jim had? Yeah. They looked like... Do we borrow bathing suits? Is that a thing? I think dudes do. I don't like that. Uh, I mean, their stuff is all outside. Our stuff is inside. So I think there's more at risk for us. Nah. You don't like peeps I- touching peeps through cloth? <laughs> nope. Not at all. <sighs> I mean, I don't know if that thing's been washed. I don't want to wear your bathing suit. I don't want to wear your bathing suit. I also just wear my clothes in the bathing in the in the bathing pool now, in the swimming pool. So whenever that's where I'm at in life. Whenever we had a pool, and I did yard work, it was so much work to have to go upstairs and change into my bathing suit. I just always got. In the pool in my 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 yard work clothes. It's a lot more comfortable. It is. And then you got like, it's flowy. Mm-hmm. And if you're not wearing a bra, it just feels nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I go to like how quickly it got dark outside, which I already mentioned. Uh, how are you on your drink? Okay. Um. I'm a little bit more done than you. Yeah. Mine, mine tapers. Yours so. does. I, this is a six ounce glass and I had it filled to the brim. Yeah. I can't imagine that mine was much more than six ounces. No, I think it yours looks, was less. I'll fucking measure that shit when I'm done. Good. And we'll see. Good. Um. So I talked about that. Uh, let's see. The drink, the drunk people driving home, what you talked about. Yeah, that's it. And then I just thought it was super unbelievable that our pal Jim wanted to marry her after a day just to save her from social embarrassment. 
how here's my one last unbelievability thing that I want to talk about. Um, and I, it's more about getting your opinion. Okay. How did you feel about her forgiving her dad at the end of this movie? Not great. Cause he seemed like a real dick. He did seem like a dick, right? Yeah. Like the, the cheating husband and cheated and it seemed- she takes the blame for it. The wife takes the blame for it. And then he says, you're not to blame, but neither am I. It seemed like the dad was self-projecting on the daughter because it seemed like the daughter got her ego from him. And Mm. I feel like whenever he was berating her about not having a heart, I feel like, you know, she's just acting like a man at that time would. I felt bad for her in this movie. I did too. And I don't know if it's just the sign of the times back then, like she wasn't vulnerable enough for the men, but I feel like if she had been a man at that time, like this would not have been an issue, like her being strong. But since she was a woman, it was a problem. Right. And I, I didn't like that. And I hated that dad. He was a fucking asshole. He really was. He drove me nuts. And like it's he was going to reluctance gonna... to get old. Fuck you. He was going to miss his daughter's wedding to be with that dancer. No, he wasn't invited to the wedding. Oh, you missed that. It was like a whole discussion. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. She didn't invite him to the wedding. So he showed up uninvited. <sighs> and it so it was actually quite rude. That's why they called Uncle Willie, was his name Seth? Yeah. And she was calling him dad because they didn't want the reporters to know that the dad was not invited to the wedding. I just thought the dad wasn't coming. Like the the fact that he wasn't going to be there didn't go past me, but I just didn't think he was coming because he didn't care. Not that he wasn't invited. Okay. That last drink was a hard drink. Maybe it was me. the sugar. How about the lack thereof? There's still a little sip in there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Don't do it. I don't want you to do it. (laughs) That was definitely sugary. Did did you ever, like, whenever you were a kid, just, like, lick your finger and dip it in the sugar jar? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It tasted better than that tasted. (laughs) I also did that with salt and butter. Ooh, salt's weird. Yeah. I wouldn't think that'd taste good. Uh, Mom used to tell me that if I ate any more so- salt, I would float. Did you ever hear that? <laughs> and I don't understand why, because it makes you more, like, bloated, and it's going to bring you down. Admiral Nelson, baby! Do you think Admiral Nelson is in charge of Captain Morgan? Oh, he would have to, right? I mean, he's an admiral. So Allison said, do you think Admiral Nelson is in charge of Captain Morgan? And I said, absolutely. He's an admiral. There is no. He commands the fleet. Absolutely. Do you think Captain Morgan would perform a mutiny? Do you think Captain Morgan would do mutiny? I don't. He's too drunk. 
Do you think Captain Morgan would do mutiny? Yeah. And the Admiral. From Admiral. <laughs> he said that's not a thing. <laughs> and pirate law it is. <laughs> um, I guess. Did you ever see Captain Morgan out and about what? in your travels? What? Oh, I've met I've met Captain Morgan two or three times. Like for real? Yeah. Like yes. Like for real. Before Penguin Games. What? He, he was always at the hotel, like the W in the bar. Was it like somebody paid to be Captain Morgan? Or was <laughs> yeah. it like a person who was drunk, like pretending to be? No, it was a person paid to be Captain <laughs> okay. Morgan. Well, I didn't know if it's like you know, it's Halloween or whatever, and you just saw somebody dressed like the captain. No. I was always afraid, like, he would, like, come up and get a picture with me or with me and Bernard, and we'd be like, is this going to be posted anywhere? <laughs> we already had one picture get us in enough trouble. We don't need another one. Okay, so Bernard said this is better, but I'll wait until you have yours. Um. Okay. I'm going to make... Are we done with unbelievability? I am. Okay, cool. All right, I'll make mine. See you in a few. Okay. I'm going to finish my one mini bottle of champagne while you're gone. Because then I got another mini. Nice. Double fisting. Cuvée. Cuvée. I like to say What? It's Cuvée. 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 So did you switch up your liquor for the second drink? I did. I switched to cognac. Mine is rum, and Bernard definitely did something different with the sugar. I don't know if he took my advice. And yes, I did spill this all over the tablecloth. <laughs> but if you no look, sugar. the sugar. Yeah. Mine's still, like, it's not a whole lot, but it's still some. So he said he muddled it a little bit at the bottom to make oh. it dissolve more. See, this is the shit that they should include in the directions. It's all just like trial and error. It is, but having said that, we weren't using the sugar cube, and maybe sugar cubes do dissolve easier. But if you don't have a sugar cube, these are things that you can do. And it is, it's trial and error. So I'm going to taste it with the rum. I'm going to taste mine with the cognac. All right, good luck. I'm nervous. Oh, it's so much worse. <laughs> uh, do you want to go dump it and do it again? No. With the brandy? No. I'm going to try to put more. I brought this just in case it ended up being really bad to try to like dilute it more. Yeah. So mine's a lot sweeter with the rum. Mine's just it, poop. It has an aftertaste. I'm trying to figure out what it is. And so far in my head, like, remember the, like, fun dip candy sticks? Like the stick part? Yes. That's mm-hmm. what it reminds me of right now. Mm-hmm. AKA the best, the best part of fun dip. Oh, God. I, the, you remember that feeling after you've eaten an entire thing of fun dip and your tongue is raw? <laughs> yes. Great times. <laughs> And you're like, for a brief moment, you're like, why did I do this? And then you're like, I want more. (laughs) It's because it's delicious. (laughs) I used to try to use the same stick for every single packet 
and then save the second stick just to eat it by itself. Yes, absolutely. Because again, the stick is the best fucking part. Oh, I need some fun dip. Do you need? Right. Do you remember those bone candies? Mm-hmm. Yep, I liked those too. Those had the same kind of flavor. Where'd do you remember? Go? Do you remember the candy cigarettes that are probably like taboo? anymore or the gum where you would blow and the puff out it was so satisfying and you're like "Ooh, it looks so cool to smoke (laughs) (laughs) and i never smoked with those and i still love them yeah i it was just so fun it was like a little toy but the candy cigarettes one those tasted like the fun dipsticks although i think the fun dipsticks are better because they're it's more like they're thicker yeah, the candy cigarettes were a little more generic t- tasting than the fun dip. They were very porous. Yes. They were obviously not as high quality. Fun dip knows. Will, isn't it Willy Wonka? Isn't fun dip a Willy Wonka product? Willy Wonka I'm, just knows his shit. I'm not sure, but that sounds correct. Okay. Um. Yeah, a lot of things. You didn't have cap guns when you were little. Steven with a V and I had cap guns. Is it candy? No, cap guns <laughs> are like no. Cap guns Why did you like, bring up cap guns when we were talking about candy? We were talking about candy cigarettes and how that would not be okay nowadays. <laughs> okay. Cap guns are like guns that you put like these little tab things in, these paper tabs, and they had things in there. So when you pulled the trigger, it went pop, 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 pop as you shot people. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound appropriate now. No, I mean, like, we were, like, three and seven playing with those, so, or three and six, so it was probably inappropriate nowadays. It's a sign of the times. Whatever, I'm fine, kind of. Um, All right, obstacles. How do we do obstacles here? Because we are, like, we're three different men. But the same, the same woman. Right, we're trying to write, find the right fit. I don't know. I guess her and Cary Grant divorced. Obstacle. Correct. They were already together. It didn't work because he drank too much. Which, if they get together and she's allowed to drink, I feel like he should be allowed to drink. I'm going to disagree with you there. We don't know how he acted when he was drunk. Maybe he was violent. He did face palm her ass. Granted, he stopped himself from fucking punching her which was good but still not the best I would still say that the face palm was better than a slap across the face too you think I mean he pushed her down to the ground I feel like the face palm to push down on the ground is more degrading than a slap your drink looks lighter. It is. It definitely is. And I don't understand why because... The bitters. But the rum, it's still dark. I would say the rum is darker than the bourbon. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the influence of the muddled sugar. Mine looks the same. It almost it looks like beer. Uh-huh. We have... Pen Pilsner and Stella on draft because Trogues was all set out, sold out, so we got a Pen Pilsner. That's good. good. Yeah, I like Pen Pilsner a lot, actually. 
But you can't combine them, we discovered. Like, if you have a pen pilsner, you can't switch to Stella. Oh. Because the pill, like, the Stella tastes too sweet after it. It doesn't taste right. It's like bubble gum. So it's really you- weird. I kind of want to try that just a little bit. Just, like, have a taste of one and then have a taste of another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I did it. And Bernard was like, no, that's not true. And then he tried it. He was like, nope. You got to stick with one or the other that day. That's weird. Did I tell you? Oh, yeah, I did. I told I told you how much Stella I had at Dad's 4th of July party. <laughs> Three Eddie fools. <laughs> and then, On a 95 degree day. <laughs> and then I died with a headache at like six. <laughs> you went for straight for being drunk to hangover. <laughs> yep. I hate that. It, 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 what's even worse is when you skip drunk and then just go to hangover. It's that heat. Yeah. Like, you can't do it in the heat. Yeah. It, 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 like, it affects your appetite and everything, I find. Like, we're outside all the time with her, and it's not as hungry. Yeah. So, um, so then obstacles to her and our pal Jim, our friend Jim. They don't know each other. Yeah, it's like a one day or he's with somebody else. She's with somebody else. I guess that's an obstacle to Cary Grant, too. She is supposed to be getting married the next day to somebody. Yes, that's a good, yeah. So. Obstacles to George. He's a non-entity. Yeah, he doesn't have any presence. Like. He's just a placeholder. So, Cary, yeah, he's, I think it's like he's there just to be the obstacle to Cary Grant. It's like Cary Grant hates that she's this goddess with strength. Jimmy Stewart doesn't see it because I feel like she talked to him about his book. Or does he see it? He does talk about it, doesn't he? Or no, it's George who talks about it. Yes, it's George who talks about it as a strength. And she love, and he loves that she's like that. Yes, but I think he did that whenever she was not feeling great about it. And didn't like it. Right. Because Cary Grant had just said something to her about it. And then George said something about it. Her dad also talks about it. But I can't remember if that's before or after she talks to George. I want to say it's after. Okay. So all she hears about is how shitty she is. Even though George uses it as a positive. (laughs) At that point. She's like, I don't want to be worshipped. I just want to be loved like another human being. And then, like, her dad says all this shit to her about how she's untouchable. She's not a strength. And she's like, fuck this. I'm getting drunk. Which I feel like was an appropriate response. I do, too. Like, you've just been shit on by multiple people and you're in this impossible situation. It's like you've been like you've been shit on by the three most important men in your life. Like, ever. The only thing different she needed to do was wear sweats instead of that dress to the party. (laughs) (laughs) And like be eating like a piece of pizza while she walks in like. Ooh, like a Disney turkey leg. Ooh, (laughs) yes. With like some grease coming down her chin. Uh, With a cigarette and a martini glass in one hand and then the turkey leg in the other one. You can tell we've done all of this. (laughs) (laughs) I think that might be my dream. 
sweatpants, turkey leg, martini, and then <laughs> like just like I'm here. Yep. The party has arrived. It just what kind of martini pairs well with the turkey leg? That's Lemon drop. I don't know. I'd say something fruity. Compliment. Like quench your thirst. Mm-hmm. Even a Cosmo. Cranberry. Cranberry and turkey. Oh, good call. There you go. Maybe some mulled wine. <laughs> this one does not taste like mulled wine. <laughs> so does it taste like ass? It's getting better, but I would never choose to drink it again. <laughs> I got, wait a minute. Let's see if I can do it. Oh my God. Yes. I'm making sure Bernard can't see me. All three at the same time. <laughs> oh my God. I wish I could post this. Oh, oh, no spilling. That's amazing. Marie just triple fisted her drink and her too many bottles of champagne. And it was one of the most glorious things I've ever seen. <laughs> When you subscribe to this podcast, it's nothing but fucking class. I That's what you get. have never been more proud to call you my sister. <laughs> uh, so there's obstacles to all three men, but I say, like, George is just like you said, a non-entity. He's not even, like, in the conversation. He's just part of the story. He was convenient for her to get yeah. together with. Hated that mustache. So are we good with obstacles then? I'm good with obstacles. Chemistry. I think this is hard. I'll be I'll be 100% honest and upfront. I did not care for her chemistry with Jimmy Stewart. I couldn't see them together. Like, I don't know. They were two people that I had never... I, I don't know. I didn't like them together. I didn't like seeing them kissing. Is that weird? Maybe it's because I had already seen her with Cary Grant and bringing up baby. So I was biased already. But I just. Oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't care for him. And to find out at the end, too, that he's kind of just been like this red herring a little bit. That like he just was another story along the way to the end. I don't know. I have so I have mixed feelings about this movie. I don't think it deserves number three spot. I think it's better place than Roman Holiday. Go fuck yourself. That's unnecessary. <laughs> um, okay, so I I thought that there was a really interesting fact here, but I have to. Sorry, I have to find it because it talks about Cary Grant could have picked his role. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he had his choice between like the Dexter or Connor, and he chose Dexter. Um, and it said, "Fuck, what did it say?" I think that's the appropriate choice. I think he cast himself correctly because I liked them being together the best I think I didn't see him as 
I don't see him as a blue collar guy. I think it's the way he talks. I could not have seen that. What do you mean? It's the way he talks. That was the worst impression I've ever done of anything. That was more Catherine Hepburn than any. No, darling. Uh, This is Catherine Hepburn. So this is what this says here. (laughs) (laughs) The main difference being the word darling. (laughs) I'm going to play that back later to edit it. And I'm going to be like, oh, those sound exactly the same. (laughs) Anyway, please read me the fact. It says, Cary Grant was given the choice of which of the two male lead roles he wanted to play. Surprisingly, he chose the less showy part. I would be interested to know the amount of screen time Cary Grant had versus Jimmy Stewart. And note, Jimmy Stewart also won Oscar, the Oscar for this role. Did Cary... Did Cary Grant ever win an Oscar? I want to say yes, but it could have been some bullshit Lifetime Award. <laughs> Are you? I mean, it is bullshit, isn't it? Like, I think it's you know just, it, and I know I, it. I know, I know what you mean. Um, uh, Best Actor nominee, nominee, Cary Grant receiving an honorary Oscar. <sighs> Oh, there is an article called The Oscars Greatest Injustices. And I'm sure Alfred he's... Hitchcock never won an Academy what? Award. What? Mm-hmm. Cary Grant never won an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Yep. Barbara Stanwyck never won an Academy Award. Henry Fonda loses his best Oscar tip friend, James Stewart. Because I did read this as well. Jimmy Stewart didn't think he should have won. Henry Fonda should have won for Grapes of Wrath, which is a terrible <laughs> fucking movie. Yes. Um, Citizen Kane just won one Oscar. Double indemnity upstaged by Going My Way. Excuse me, what? Double what? Indemnity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I've never watched it. It's a film noir, but we have it here. Oh. Is it weird that I say noir like that? Should I say noir? No. Okay. I was making fun of you because you slurred indemnity the first time. I didn't realize I did that. But I do make fun of people who say croissant instead of croissant. Croissant. Have you heard people do that when they're obviously American? Like, I hate that. Just say croissant. But I think I would hate that. Yeah. Like, don't put on airs. You're not fucking French. If you're French, (laughs) say croissant. But if you're not, just say croissant. Croissant. I just really bothers me. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm with you. I think that would bother me too. Uh, I'm trying to find Titanic sweeps the board at the 1997 awards. People did not like that. And I have to agree. LA Confidential was in that mix. And that's a great movie. Ooh, I would watch that. I would. That's a better movie than Titanic. It absolutely is. Although I do not like the book. I've never read it. Probably never will don't it's not worth it movie is much better i i personally think that titanic is very overrated i don't know about you um it's long it's a long ass movie and i just don't know if it's worth it i didn't i think i think special effects wise okay i can see that 
it's good for for the time especially i think special effects wise i love the pairing and the lifelong friendship that came out of leonardo dicaprio and kate winslet still think that he's forever hung up on her yeah one can only hope they get together later in life sorry whoever you are that's with kate winslet right now because i think she's married yeah but I don't know you, so it's fine. Celebrity marriages end just like that. Wow. They do. I just, I saw on BuzzFeed, Army Hammer. Yes. And then he was like, it was a wonderful ride or what did he say? He said something like that. He was like, I didn't read it was article. a good time or he was like, I've cherished the time that we had together. And I'm like, well, you could have had more. If you would have tried to work it out, I don't know. I just think it's just over and done very quickly. Kids with multiple people. I I don't know. Sorry. No celebrities are listening to this, so I'm not sorry. Go fuck yourselves. But sponsor us. (laughs) So here's my thing. Like... And you say no celebrities are listening, and it'll sound bad if anyone does. Like, we're very judgmental, but whatever. We're nobody, and it doesn't matter. Um, But, like, you see, again, like, the same time, you have that dissolvement of marriage. And we don't know what went into that. We really don't. But then you have Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, who talk about being separated, and now they're back together. And then you have... Kristen Bell, right? Yes. Yeah. And her husband, who, uh, like, they've talked about marriage counseling. I like the fact that they're open about it, and they try, and I have no qualms with them. It seems like they work really, really hard in their careers and their marriage and with their kids. Both those couples. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And, like, I just think that it... Like you said, it's very real. It's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. But to open up about having those difficulties and the steps you take to either protect your marriage or try to work through it, it is work. It's not easy. Right. It's never going to be a picnic every single day. No. I mean, you might open the cracker box one day and found your husband (laughs) left one fucking Triscuit in the box. And then what the fuck are you going to do? I have a question. Was he drunk when he did that? Absolutely not. Now, granted, to be fair to him, we are in a Triscuit shortage right now. And you're, we have eaten in, in, every single Triscuit in the house. Well, so he was like, I had to keep one left in there. That makes no sense. I thought you meant like your local grocery store had like a Triscuit shortage. Not that you just don't have any more and you can literally walk to your grocery store because your giant eagle is 24 hours, I'm sure. Not right now. Thank you, COVID. Fucking COVID. (sighs) I know. I'm Uh, loving it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I told you. <laughs> Are you trying to like pose like Catherine Hepburn and drink it? Are you darling? I was not. I was not. But now I am, darling. Don't say I'm a goddess. I have no idea. What is her accent? What is Cary Grant's accent? Because that was what Tom Hanks and Conan were talking about, and I was like, yeah. What are they? 
they, why were they talking about this? Were they talking about the Philadelphia story? I don't remember, but it came up. I gotta listen to this now. Yeah, he's just great. I love Tom Hanks. Well, Cary Grant was was English, right? He was, yes, he definitely was English. But so that how does that explain this way that he talked? That was better to start, and then you lost it. <laughs> he was English-born. ridiculous. He was an English-born <laughs> American actor. He was born in Surrey, wasn't he? No, Bristol. Fuck. Fuck. So close. I don't know. Are they? Probably not. <laughs> I'll look up Bristol on a match. Bristol and Surrey. Oh, my God. This We were doing so well with shortening podcast lengths, and then this podcast happened. Oh, I mean... How- Bar is it between Surrey and Bristol? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's that far. It doesn't give you like a time. <laughs> or, like... Oh, good call. I'll just put it in my Google Maps. <laughs> All right. I do not want to go from my location. Bristol. The sham- How do you type in Bristol, England or United Kingdom? I think either. <laughs> Bernardwood, Connecticut. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then Surrey. Do you think that, it, you know how Google Maps always does like whether you're walking or like flying or, or not? No, fuck. It's less than two hours. That's nothing. I feel like we drive that in like the fucking morning. (laughs) That's true. It's like half the distance to Kentucky, whatever. The distance to Cleveland. Yeah. What's that place we would stop in Flatwoods? It's Flatwoods. All right. Stop a fucking Dairy Queen. (sighs) Go to Kentucky. Every single time that I've passed Flatwoods with James, I've been like, there's Flatwoods. We used to stop there all the time. Flatwoods. You don't stop there anymore? No. I took a picture of it the one time and sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything else you want to say about chemistry? No, it was great. I love Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant. I love Catherine Hepburn and Jimmy Stewart. You like them? You're an asshole. It's fantastic. <sighs> I yes. liked Jimmy Stewart drunk. See, I when Jimmy Stewart was kissing Catherine Hepburn, I think it was the exact same way he was kissing Donna Dixon and not Donna. Was it Donna Dixon? No, it's not Donna Dixon. Doc, Donna Dixon is married to Dan Aykroyd. Donna Reed. Yeah. And um, It's a Wonderful Life. I just think that's how he kisses in movies. I just, I see these old movies and I mean, it is romantic still, but I just picture what their faces look like without the other mouth. And it's just like, a. it's like, it's a weird, right? Li- yeah. Like even when you look at Disney movies and you see like, it's like obviously just fitting like that, it's but like a- their mouths don't like open anymore. Listen, I think that. 
uh, Anna and um, Christoph. They fucking French. Yes, I know because that is the first movie where he obviously deepens the kiss. Like you see him twirl her around and they start in one position and move to another. Absolutely, I agree. He's tonguing her. <laughs> I wonder. like uh, Lauren and Dominic. Think like oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of there, tongue in there. There is a lot of tongue. It's, I don't hate it. See, for me, it's uncomfortable. So, what do you think about the? Uh, I mean, I know we're gonna do this movie eventually, but what do you think about the tongue in the very end scene of Ten Things I Hate About You with Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles? Don't remember. I very vividly picture it. I did just watch it with our eleven-year-old niece, though. Inappropriate. Nah, I watched that when I was like nine. Absolutely not. It's good to romanticize that stuff so you know what you don't want to do. I agree. And if there's a penis drawn on somebody's face in the meantime, so be it. Whatever. Social media, they've seen worse. Oh, yeah, I Googled penises at that age for sure. Did you really? Yeah. What did you see? Penises. (laughs) Were you horrified? Yeah. No, that's accurate. <laughs> Mom and dad would never know how to search a browser history in those days. <laughs> <laughs> but did that make it less horrifying when you had it in front of you in the present? No. It's terrifying, isn't it? The first time. But You're I've like, grown accustomed ah, to what it. What do I do with this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I was more horrified by seeing it or touching it the first time. So did they think that Jimmy Stewart and Catherine Hepburn like fucked in the room? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's why. Because he carried her to the room and his watch was lost in it. So yeah, they thought there was some indecentness that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think Catherine Hepburn was Yar? They never fully explain what the fuck that means. And I know it's in um, Not How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Failure Failure to launch. Launch. Yeah. They talk about that then. I mean, She's not Yar. I don't know. What if that Yar means. means free going and easy, she's not Yar. But guess what? Neither the fuck are we. Nope. So what are you gonna do? Take anti anxiety meds with some alcohol and just move on with your day. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. So uh, was she Yar? Like I said, no, she wasn't. But I think she got closer. I think so, too. I do think she had some very deep self-reflection. She got closer to recognizing her own un- infallibility, unfallibility, infallibility, whatever it is. I think it's that one. But at the same time, I think because it was fucking shoved in her face by rude assholes. Yeah. And I think Cary Grant regretted how he acted because he went, he turned very soft to her, towards her at the end, like showing up yeah. on a wedding day and kind of defending her even with. 
But I think he did that because he saw her at her worst. I don't know if before that moment he ever had seen her at her worst. And now that he saw her drunk in that car, passed out in the car, he was like, okay, she's as bad as I am, even though we don't know what he did. I'll tell you what, I did really like that scene where he put his face right next to hers and laid down in the car, kind of. It was cute. Yeah. Hey, Red. It was, that's when, that's the point where I was like, I don't know if I want her to end up with Jimmy Stewart. Were you, did you want her to end up with Jimmy Stewart before that? I mean, I thought that's where the arc was going. Like, I thought that's what was happening at the library, which I guess would take us towards moment they fell in love because I thought there was some kind of spark there. I don't think that this movie was progressive enough to breach classes. But George was low class. But she didn't end up with him, did she? No. And he was being raised to upper class, too. So there was that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Excuse me. We'll have to do Crazy Rich Asians to to go over that conundrum. I've never seen it, have you? I have. Interesting. That's all I'll say. Okay. Just because it's on my list for us to do. Um so moment they fell in love. We don't see it. Because apparently the person that she loves is Dexter. Okay. Yes, we don't see it. They've been married before. Do you think they were in love before they got married? Yes. Heads up, I do not like sweet cuvee by itself. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Is it cuvee? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it. That ain't good. Yeah, I like a good brute, personally. I took a picture of a French 79 Bernard's made me yesterday, but he used um, a French 79, 75. You definitely said 79. You're a fucking liar too, <laughs> but he used um, red, pink. He used pink champagne and it looks so pretty. Ooh, send me a pic and I'll post it. I just T-bombed ya. <laughs> Who said T-bombed? Uh, George. Oh, that's right. Ooh, that's nice. It has like a nice layered effect. Yeah, Ooh, look at that said, with that rain on the window. How artsy. I meant to post it, but I never did. So, so, do you think she was ever in love with George, or she was just the, or he was just the foil to Cary Grant? So she was going with him, or she wanted to prove that she was imperfect by loving someone of a lower class if that makes sense it does but I don't think either of those things actually I don't, I don't remember, remember I don't remember the first one I just remember the dating the lower class one uh, man, do you think could- she was ever in love with George or no absolutely not did you did you see the way they they just kissed each other on the cheeks it wasn't even like lips touching cheek it was like 
just a side note to that. Hello, welcome to the 15th one. Um, the My daughter's been into watching Zootopia. So last week she was giving us Zootopia kisses. So she would go, because there's like the monster vole in it or mole or whatever. Oh, the- and it's the so godfather. That's Last so good. That's so funny. That's hilarious. It was it's it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Do as the French do. She's like Zootopia kiss. Uh, Zootopia is a really good movie. I just really like Jason Bateman. I do too. Why do we? Why would you have to whisper that? I don't know. <laughs> Bernard's watching the History Channel miniseries on George Washington. <laughs> fuck, he heard me say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds boring as fuck. It does, doesn't it? Unless- he's really offended that I made it that way when he's talk because he said all he would made it. He's offended we're talking about that in that manner because That's- of all the young children who fought for us during the Revolutionary War. Well, we're not saying poo poo to those people. We're saying poo poo to a George Washington documentary, not the people who <laughs> were young and fought for our country in 1776. Well, I can tell or you four. from my standpoint, it's synonymous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, if that documentary has, if that documentary doesn't talk about all the women that George Washington was fucking, I don't want to hear anything from it. What do you know about that? I don't know. He's probably a player. <laughs> okay. Just like TJ, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Thanks for that history. <laughs> do you know who wasn't john adams wasn't he i don't know i just think he's ugly <laughs> <laughs> they all were. tj wasn't so so last time we were at dad's bartered and him were talking about something and i said something about how so everyone was ugly back then <laughs> And no one is now because it's natural selection. People didn't sleep with ugly people and have babies. (laughs) If I was there, I would have laughed so hard. There was no reaction. Crickets. They stopped looking at me and they continued talking. I was like, I "I think there's scientific basis to that. Seriously, though? Every single portrait, whenever they put, like, you know, all these ladies who were supposed to be gorgeous, I'm like, ugh. That's what I'm saying. Mona Lisa had no fucking eyebrows. Can somebody I give also her. I think she didn't have teeth, and that's why she smiled like that. Yikes. Yeah, there were no dentists or toothbrushes back then. So, unless you find a good willow twig to. <laughs> willow get in there twig? With. Did you just pull that out of your ass? What the fuck is a willow twig? I could pull one from my fucking bush right now and tell ya. <laughs> Which bush? <laughs> Not the one on my body. 
Uh, I'm sure they could have come up with like horse horse hair teeth brushes. Unless they have glue, which would also be horse-ish. Well, that's how they made like brushes and shit, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. They definitely had like horse glue. Yeah. <laughs> Who was George Washington married to? Bernard, who was George Washington married to? Martha Washington, right? Was she hot? Was she hot? <laughs> did she sew the American flag? No, that was Betsy no, Ross. No, Betsy Ross did. What the fuck? Yeah. Bernard said Alex Hamilton was a stud. I bet he was. I'm looking at him right now. I think he was. He's on something, isn't he? Isn't he on a bill? He's on yeah. the $10 bill. Look it up. Is that Alexander Hamilton? Or yeah. Is that like George Hamilton or something. Who the fuck is George Hamilton? Is that an actor? Are you- Look, I just typed Alexander Hamilton into Google and it said showing results for Alexander who tilting. So I would like you. You can't even see it. I, I, that's you're wasted. You're wasted. I'm not. Alexander Hamilton. I'm See, looking up all, images. Of, all of these people. No, the absolutely wigs not. Were a problem back then. The wigs were a problem. He okay. is on the ten dollar bill, though. Alexander Hamilton was not a stud, and I will tell you why. It's because Elizabeth Schuler Hamilton looks. The exact same way, just facing the fucking opposite direction. Wait, is that his wife? Oh my <laughs> god, that's hilarious. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Right we'll have to we'll have to post that. <laughs> Bernard Bern just Bernard just yelled at me. You're out of line. They look exactly the same, except her wig is poofier. Oh, that's wild. You're wild. You're wild. Dirty dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like the cringe moment from Dirty Dancing. I don't know why, but I hate it when she does that. Because it's embarrassing. They haven't even fucked yet. Come on. You're Control wild. Yourself. Oh, no. He loves it, though. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody put the baby in the corner. Okay. What? All right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, drink my sweet cubay. I don't know. I'm drinking 14 hands unicorn rose bubbles. 14 hands? That's a big horse. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a unicorn. I'll take a picture of it because it's actually really, really good. Do you think the horn adds a hand? I bet you it does. I love rosé. Rosé might be my favorite alcohol. I think it's overrated. Well, you just don't have a refined palate like me. That's probably true. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, we did moment they fell in love because we can't. Do they stay together? <sighs> no. Oh. <gasps> I think they do. Why? 
Because if she divorces again, society won't be happy, so she has to stay with him. Exactly. So they stay together, but they're unhappy. <laughs> and she has a side piece, and he has a side piece. Uh, What are we on? Do uh, they stay together? Oh, you said yes, but they're unhappy. I say no. They just get divorced again. I don't think her social status allows for another divorce. Mm, I say it's fine. I say they get divorced. They might be. So do you remember his girl Friday? Do you remember how we said that they would stay together, but they shouldn't get married? Yes. What if it's another one of these situations? I don't think it is. You don't think it is? Okay. No, I think both of those people are blue-collar people who need to work for a living. I don't think either of these people need to work for a living. Yeah. I think that they have a lot of passion for each other, but I think it goes wrong. How so? Like, I just think they get infuriated. Like, they get mad at each other, and they just can't work it out. I think they're passionate both ways. No, I think that they do stay together but maybe they separate at some point she goes to her family's house I don't know all right iconic moment oh I actually wrote this down but what did I put what did you have a moment down I would like to hear yours first (laughs) so my iconic scene was towards the end after George left, okay, and after Cary Grant was playing, like, the candles, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Catherine Hepburn, Jimmy Stewart, and Cary Grant were all marching into the parlor by themselves before, like, the wedding, and that was my iconic scene, those three marching into that room together, like, avenging angels they were just getting in there to do what they had to do and I loved it I like that a lot my scene is around there but it's whenever they decide that Cary Grant's gonna marry her okay um so it's like the whole scene where Jimmy Stewart is like marry me and then Cary Grant's like feeding her the lines of you know this is what you're gonna say okay yeah Yeah. Which I thought, I did think this movie showed, Jimmy Stewart to me is always like a man of the people in whatever movie he is in. I agree. Catherine Hepburn can go either way to me. She's always a lady, which means untouchable to me in some way, but she shows some humanity. I always, I always feel like she's high class, though. Except yeah. an African queen. Cary Grant, though, is always high on class. a pedestal. Yes. But in this movie, I feel like he's more relatable in this movie. Whether it's the reformed alcoholic, how he's training Catherine Hepburn, I don't know what it is. But I do feel like he's more human in this movie to me. So when he is playing on those candles and fucking around, I feel like he's just a person. I can see that. He was. I don't want to say he was very defeated, but he he was more relatable. 
Mm-hmm. I so. hated that suit that he was wearing, though. Oh, my God. That just, I to me, I think that's part of, like, the whole he's marrying Catherine Hepburn thing. Like, he's just, it wasn't planned. Okay. So he gets married in that horrible suit. She gets married in whatever. She was in her wedding dress, which, how did you feel about it? I liked it. I'm going to say. It was fine as a dress, not a wedding dress, but I guess that wasn't the thing back then. Like our grandma and grandpa got married in like a suit. Like grandma was wearing a suit. Yeah. So it's both both grandmas. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't Agreed. like a thing. Um Agreed. I really liked how he was feeding her the lines and then she realized this is, you know, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Um that was the ad was cute too. Mm-hmm. With the pictures? Yeah the, yeah, the tabloid guy came, he took pictures, you saw the stills of them. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yes. I really did have this, thank God Tracy said no to Jimmy Stewart, though. I was like, thank God, that's a disaster. I'm really glad Cary Grant made the decision that he made in playing Dexter and not Connor. Mm, me too. Jimmy Stewart does man. He's always mad at the people, the shot clerk, uh, the building alone guy, the boy scout turned Senator. Like he's just everyday Joe. And I think he plays that a lot better. I I think that's how he was raised. Like Indiana, Pennsylvania, kind of a dude, right? I don't know. Sure. Okay. Cause he's from PA. Yeah. Emma Gene Kelly. Let's go. And Michael Keaton. Gene Kelly? Gene Kelly's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. I don't like him because it seems like he yelled at women a lot. I agree, but I also love him. Okay. I don't know enough about him. Love Michael Keaton. And Jeff Goldblum. Oh, don't even get me started. It's a dangerous topic, I know. Uh, did you ever watch Jeff Gold, The World According to Jeff Goldblum? Not all of them now. <sighs> so good. I yeah. love him so much. So I saw that I think Waterworks is renting out theaters for $50. Say what? You can rent out Waterworks Theater. For $50 and bring up to 20 people with you, I think. And and just pick whatever? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. They have like a selection of movies. So like I think last week you could pick Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters, and there were like three other movies. But for $50. That's pretty awesome. Right. So... I'll try to figure out what the theater that is so you can take a look if you're interested. Like, we looked at it, but there was nothing, like, age-appropriate for Lily. But it's pretty cool. That is really cool. So just keep that in mind. Take a look out. I'll try to remember. If not, just remind me. $50 seems really low. I don't know if they're doing food or anything, but even if you bring your own food, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Nothing like a good Taco Bell and movie theater. 
Back to the Future was one of them. So, all classics. Those are really cool. So, anyway. Um, Iconic scene. We did Final Thoughts. Uh, I really like Dinah. Dinah was fantastic. I loved, loved, loved the scene when they just found out about the reporters and Dinah came in with that necklace she was disparaging in the beginning scene and her ballet point and playing the piano. It was phenomenal. Dinah was a fucking treasure. She was sharp. She knew everything. Loved her. Loved, loved, loved. Some of the little kids we see in these movies we hate. Loved Dinah. Yeah. She was great. Um, I want to reemphasize what a big asshole the dad was. Fuck you. Yeah. He... A reluctance to get old as a excuse for cheating on someone. Fuck you. Yeah. And brainwashing his wife into being okay with it. Yep. Oh, it's my fault. No, no. it's not. It's... Get a fucking spine. Yeah. Which made you hate the mom a little bit, too. Because then she started insulting Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. And made her seem like she wasn't okay. And I hated that. Yep. Yep. Um, I really want to talk about the scene that really made me laugh a lot. Whenever Tracy was wheeling around Mike in the lawn chair and he goes, Wee! <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. And he was spinning around in a circle and it was like a delayed reaction when he was like, Wee! That was amazing. As was his like walking down going somewhere. <laughs> and when he changed his voice up a little bit. It was all, like, all of that was believable. His whole time being drunk at the party to waking up, like, all of them reacting to, like, the sunlight and loud noises. Because that was part of my whole thing. I wrote down, if I wrote down something like, if you even tell me they're not hungover in four hours, I will fucking scream. But they were all Uncle Willie started it. And then Catherine Hepburn was like, the sun. I was like, thank God. They're all hungover. God. See, here's the thing, though. When I'm hungover, all I feel is deep, deep nausea. Same. I don't. I would rather have the whole headache to loud noises or sensitivity to the light but no i just fucking feel nauseous all the time like (sighs) it is until i go to sleep for eight to ten hours i am nauseous yes and sometimes if i'm lucky eat mcdonald's no i never like my nausea will abate if i excuse me very very full which is why i tend to eat a lot a lot a lot when I'm hungover because I'll get like okay for 10 minutes I'm not hungover and then I'm nauseous again I'm ordering McDonald's right now are you ordering Uber Eats or DoorDash right now (laughs) I was just sitting here thinking how drunk I am (laughs) you seem pretty drunk 
I kind of regret not having more to drink right now. (laughs) See, that's the tricky thing about drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Is that whenever you finish whatever you have, you're like, I need more. And then the next day you're like, why did I do that? Yes. I have a little bit more. Oh, no. I finished my two minis. Um... What else? Final thoughts? I have one more if you don't. I think I'm done. Oh, wait. I have one more, but go for it. My one more is how phenomenal Cary Grant's part in his hair always fucking is. That part is amazing. And I don't know how he does it. It's got to be natural. It's like every single. It does not budge. It's every single movie ever. And it's like a fourth of an inch wide. Do you think he shaves it? No. He just gets like grease. Bear grease? He would stink. Axle grease. Better. Because it would add some dye to it. Because he has black hair anyway. Ooh, what was the movie where they had two combs and like, that's what Lady Eve. Lady Eve. He was like, fuck that part. Ooh, shout out to that person who complimented us, and it was really nice. Shout out to Linda Losef. I hope that's how you pronounce your last name. Uh, what you said about our podcast about the Lady Eve was really nice. And thank you for giving me the satisfaction of thinking it was funny when I burped because Marie hates it so much. I fucking hate it. I think you're an asshole every time you burp. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Obvi. <laughs> Better out than in, eh? Thanks, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more final. God. What about the librarian with her medieval language? Did you notice that? That was weird. I thought she was a Quaker. Okay. I thought she was a Quaker. That's what happened. But then I only think about that because I've been rereading the whole Outlander series and they're always the thou. So I thought she was a Quaker. Interesting. I kind of really liked what Jimmy Stewart did with her. Dost thou like he was really playing into it, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, I think she was a Quaker. Although I did have one more final thought, and I don't remember what the fuck it was. Mm, you can find it, and I'll just edit out the pause. Oh, apparently, according to IMDb facts, um, they did not have to do any retakes of any scenes. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. That's just how good these fucking actors were. Yeah, they really seem like the creme de la creme. Absolutely. Jimmy Stewart, or not Jimmy Stewart, I don't know what he did, but Catherine Hepburn took a percentage of profits. Um, Cary Grant was paid $137,000, which was like a really big sum back then, but then he donated it all to war relief. So, like, oh, that's amazing. So it was just their. And Catherine Hepburn was looked down upon at this time. And I'm not sure why. So I might look into that. One thing I it, do want to say about 
these last few movies that have been on the list. So the last few movies, and I know it's gotten a little bit confusing because we're kind of alternating between movies that we think have should have been on the list um, and movies that are actually on the list. So the last five that we've done, so Philadelphia Story, Roman Holiday, Lady Eve, City Lights, Annie Hall, none of these movies have made me laugh out loud which I think is a quality that I like in a romantic comedy. Um, and I think that's what makes these weaker. Do you agree or do you disagree? Or are they just different? So I want to make the amendment. You're saying the last five movies we did. You're talking about the last five on the Rotten Tomatoes list. Yes, correct. You're not talking about the last no, five No, 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 no. I'm talking about on the list. Think like a man, too. Think like a man. Deliver us. We did laugh for this. Right, exactly. It which is, is a huge difference than the movies on this list. And it is the difference between the list that critics yes. choose and the ratings choose and i don't know who's rating these these like should be regular people rating these i think they should do like what they do for products i think they should just get a random poll of people get them in a theater have them rate the movie um i just like think like a man to to this day like i said is probably one of my favorite rom-coms ever i laughed so hard i love both of them i just want in a romantic comedy, I want to laugh and I want to leave happy. And I, I just want more comedy than what these last five movies have given me on the Rotten Tomatoes list. We don't care about like directorial benefit. We don't care about photography, like, photography, Fuck cinematography, it. like any of that stuff. We just want good story, things that make us laugh. People who work well together. And yeah. escape. Yes. Um, and yeah, I, I just didn't find it. Definitely not in Nanny Hall. Definitely not in City Lights. And I just, I don't know. I just, I want more. So I don't know what we're going to do next. So I actually thought about this. Okay. What we're going to do next. I thought about just sticking with the list for this one because the next movie on the list is actually a more recent one. And it's a little bit more diverse, too. Yeah. So the next movie on the list is The Big Sick. Have you ever watched it? I have not. I've never seen this movie. Okay, cool. I have. So. I am surprised it's number two on the list, considering it's more recent and the movies surrounding it are so old. So the main character, Kumail Nanjiani, I love him. I know James I know, loves him. I don't know. I didn't know about James, but I know your friend Alice. I forget. Yes, thank you. I know Alice loves him as well. Alice has a legit like celebrity crush on him, but he's hysterical. He's actually like more of a comedian. Yes. So I'm looking forward to this, and we already have a drink, and I think we have all of the drink ingredients for it, but... Yes, I have a full bottle of Midori just waiting for it. Oh, baby. You've got some Midori. You're going to have to face your fucking fears and drink some of it. Yep, as long as it's not a shot. I just had a microphone clip that I threw off of my microphone. I hope I don't need it. I just saw that something fly through <laughs> the pen, though. <laughs> 
No, it was a microphone clip, and I was like, why do I need this? And I just threw it. I like it. No Thanks. one needs a microphone clip. No one needs a microphone clip. All right. So, guys, as we have established here, we are in the hole. So, please rate, review, subscribe, email us at toastromcoms at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, find our drinks at toasty romcoms and twitter is a toaster romcoms because we don't know what the fuck we're doing um yeah what else is that it do we have nothing else please just take a second to hit the stars please five stars we would really or appreciate a thumbs it up or a thumbs down just something to let people know that you are listening it's, to us i don't think thumbs down is a thing it, but it, if I could give a thumbs up to Bernard's weird dancing, I would. And let us know if you want a t-shirt. We have some merch out there on our Instagram. Check it out. Our, think. our 11-year-old niece DM'd us and wanted one. And I said, no, it was inappropriate. <laughs> Fair. We don't want drunk on a t-shirt our nieces wear. Yes. Until she's 18 at least. Plus, I don't think she had $30. Whatever. We don't play favorites, guys. Pay the money. Pay the money. All right. Until then, please watch up. Drink up. And cheers. cheers.